Welcome back to week two of the What's Next podcast. Uh, this is Mike here. I'm the pastor of Community Connections, and I'll be hosting today. And we have Pastor Jay, who just preached an awesome message on being ridiculously responsible for mm-hmm. our uh, spiritual journey and uh, talking about what that looks like when we are made new uh, in this new normal, this new uh, whatever type of life we are living these days. Oh, absolutely. It's ridiculously a weird time. But uh, (laughs) hey, we're going to use that word ridiculously. If you can spell it quickly, you're going to be the uh, spelling bee champion, right? Definitely won't be me. As the staff (laughs) knows, I cannot spell. Oh, that's good. Well, it's an interesting day for us. We're at the uh, Parkway campus doing this recording, but out on the Parkway, they've been working on the the road and the new sidewalk and getting that fixed up. So every once in a while, you hear a little vibration in the building and activity going on. It's kind of fun, but it's a real backup for traffic. So, hey, we made it safely. We're all good, but uh, hey, we're going to keep going with the day and have a good one. Yeah, but when it's done, it's going to really make the building and the sign pop. Like mm. you'll be able to see the campus really well, even yep. though we're down that hill a little bit. Um, you yep. know, we're on the hillside, but you'll be able to see us. So that's pretty cool. That's true. Um, yeah. So yesterday was week three outside. Mm. Uh, started in August. Had no idea we'd be doing continued outdoor services. Yeah. Uh, it was a little chilly starting <laughs> at seven o'clock in the morning. Uh, we came out, you know, put the wiper on to clear the the uh, water, but it was actually frost on the windshield. Uh, so, but by the time service started, the sun was shining brightly and it was decent, a little cool for some, but overall a great morning and three weeks in a row. We never thought this and we're going to continue. The forecast looks good this coming Sunday. If we can make it to Thanksgiving Sunday, that I mean, that'd be incredible. Oh, right? that'd be so. awesome. Yeah. And even though we're expecting some kind of tropical storm or hurricane this week, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're still hoping and praying Sunday's, you know, going to be nice. So we'll yep. be back out on the field. All the puddles in the field will be dried up and we should be good to go. So <laughs> if any vehicles get stuck down there, uh, well, um, I'm not sure what we're going to do. There's plenty of guys that will just push them, right? Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> So uh, this week we uh, launched into week three of the new normal. We talked about being made new and Mm. uh, what that looks like. And uh, I think the key to me when you were talking about that is you said, let the spirit renew. Like we take, there's some things that we have to be responsible for. That's where the ridiculous responsibility comes in. Mm. But once we take responsibility, we let the spirit renew us uh, instead of trying to force um, what happens. And I I think that's really key because sometimes... um, I'm a take charge type person. Mm. And so I want to get it accomplished my way and my timeline. I, th- I think yeah. that that's such a key for us to recognize who's actually going to accomplish the work. Yeah, that's good. And, and I suppose if we go back to the first week and we talk about new creation or the previous week, it's the spirit that's calling us. It's wooing us right. into relationship with the Lord so we should be expecting the spirit to continue to draw us and lead us. But it's so easy in our humanness to say, well, I'll take charge. I'll do it. I'll, I'm responsible or not responsible to do it in my own strength. So how do we let the spirit renew us? How do we put ourselves in those places, have those environments, have those atmospheres where we're going this is where the spirit moves. And if I set my sail, the wind of the spirit is actually going to take me forward. So how can I learn to trust in the spirit? Now, of course, the spirit's going to use different means to speak to us. I mean, obviously his word, 
reading in the Word is going to be a huge part of learning. And that's why preaching of the Word is such a big part for church life. But God may speak through another person, too. And he may use people, their wisdom, their input. So we just have to keep thinking, Spirit, how are you speaking into my life to make me the kind of person you want me to be? So I'm a new creation, but now you're transforming me into the image of Christ. How is that going to go forward? The best way is stay in step with the Spirit. Be renewed by the Spirit. So. Yeah. yeah, that's so good. And I think it goes even back to week two. I know last week you and uh, Daniel talked about mm. born again. Right. And so many of us know that when we take that step of being born again, we are taking an action of faith that accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Yeah. But the grace is not by ourselves because we've come to the point where we realize we cannot fix mm. ourselves. We can't fix our problem. It's the yeah. Spirit that's going to make us born again. It's a spirit that's going to renew us and regenerate us and make us yeah. new. Um, so why do we think then that once we enter into that relationship, that mm. then all of a sudden we've got control over how the spirit's going to change us? Yeah. Um, we have to continue to take that faith step of action, that ridiculous responsibility, right? But yeah. it's well, still the spirit. Well, especially with we're, we're getting rid of the old self. Yeah. We're, we're casting off the old self. Well, we can't do it in our strength we will keep falling to the vices and the temptations and the pull and the luring of the old self if we do it in our own strength. So the spirit is going to have to help us, but we have to cooperate with the spirit to let the spirit lead us to put on the new self. And I think that's the part of this being made new. It's a transforming journey of letting the spirit continually transform us over time into the image of Christ. And for some, that might be a little quicker, for others, a little longer. But I think we all can identify it's not like just immediately the old self has just completely gone. I never have to deal with it ever again. Right. Yeah. I mean, even Paul said, uh, I, why do I keep doing the things that I know I don't want yeah. to do? Well, because it's easier to do what I've always done. Yeah. You know, yeah. even though I know it's not the right thing, it's just easier and it's yeah. my default. Yeah. Um, so interestingly, that ridiculously in charge of my spiritual journey is not, I have to control everything, but I have to cooperate with the spirit. And so the willingness is I'm ridiculously in charge of my willingness and my desire to grow spiritually. So I think that's the key is going, I, I want this. I, I crave this. I long for this and someone else can't stir up our passion to do something, they, they might inspire us, but we still have to be the one primarily to go, I really want to grow spiritually. And so that's why we're, we are ridiculously in charge. Right. What was that Mark Weeder quote that you used yesterday? That was, that was so good. Yeah. I picked this up from a book and uh, it was, the author was talking about their friend, Mark Weeder. And he said, is there anything in your life that you can get good at by doing nothing? Mm. And so when you think about that, think about a sport, think about an activity, a hobby, anything. If you go, I'm going to get really good at this, but I'm not going to do anything about it. You go, well, how would you ever get good at it? Right? So if in our spiritual life, if we're just going to do nothing, we're going to be passive. If we're going to just kind of go along with the flow, we're not going to grow. We're, We're going to just be indifferent. So we have to go after it. We have to have a desire and a passion to go after it. Yeah, and so with the passion, that even goes into the intensity mm-hmm. and the um, regularity in which we take charge, right? So yeah. um, 
you know, we want people to attend on Sunday morning. We love that. That's an important part of our spiritual journey. But if we're only engaging Sunday morning on service Mm -hmm. in the corporate communal aspect, but we're not taking the intentional individual steps through the week, uh, we're just doing once a week, or uh, I think statistics are right now that most people are engaging once every three weeks in Mm -hmm. service, right? That's not being ridiculously responsible for our spiritual journey. That's yeah. almost doing nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's why it's good for us to have uh, smaller groupings. Yes. Kind of like the church within the church or the micro church or, you know, the, the, the community within the community, uh, because there's no way we can get to know everybody. There's no way we can have meaningful, uh, discipling relationships with a large group of people. So we got to keep breaking it down. So, you know, we got to have a group that we can interact with because when our on our personal journey, we need other people to help sharpen us and iron sharpens iron and spiritually that happens too. So those smaller environments are really, really important. Yeah, I know last year we had our uh, family community group. Mm. And I mean, we'll be honest, we almost never got to or through the questions you're supposed to right. each week. But just being together with other parents, with the kids interacting, uh, sharing in a meal, uh, I think our highlight was the kids prayed for the meal, like they yeah. took turns, uh, just seeing that demonstration of faith. Uh, but being in that community and just having the openness of conversations, which is one of your points yesterday, having mm. honest and open conversations, be accountable with one another. Yeah. Just being able to sit there with other parents and say, this week didn't go all that well. Or yeah. even the we had some times where we said, you know, we had a great week, this happened. Um, being able to share in that more intimate gathering about mm. what the Lord is doing in our lives or where we need the Lord to show up was just so powerful and impacting, even more than any of the questions uh, really were. Yeah, um, yeah, that's good. Yeah, really good. Uh, one of the scriptures I remember sharing in the message is from First Peter chapter 2, and uh, verses 2 to 3, and it, this is what it said, Like newborn babies, you must crave spiritual milk, so that you will grow into a full experience of salvation. Cry out for this nourishment, so that you ha- so now that you have a taste of the Lord's kindness. So, you know that craving and crying out and desiring nourishment, uh, recognizing like I need the Lord's goodness and His grace and His Spirit to continually be at work in my life. And so how can I increase my craving? How can I increase mm-hmm. my crying out? Uh, that was, I think, as much as what I was hoping to create for people yesterday is not here is the specific way to do something, but to start with desire. Because when you have that desire, then you're going to go searching for something that really could work powerfully to help you grow, right? So right. Uh, I like those words. I like the imagery of that. It's just like, I am hungry for more of God, mm. right? Because yeah. it's going to really feed me. So Right. Yeah, and taking that re- that ridiculous responsibility then to go beyond the Sunday message into, yeah. you know, checking in on this podcast and, and chatting with us about uh, what you can do or and taking on uh, daily reading of the Word. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the practical things that came to mind yesterday when you were talking about is uh, I know that you and I are both big into journaling. Yeah. We like to journal our spiritual journeys, and we have different ways of doing that. Uh, but so often I hear people say, you know, I used to hear from God and now I don't. Hmm. Um, you know, where where is God? He, I don't feel like he's answering me. And you said yesterday, and I thought it was so critical for people to hear, 
when you ask God to answer, He will. Mm. He's not silent. Yeah. Um, and so it got me thinking about if if you're asking God for an answer and you feel like God is silent, um, maybe you're not listening the way that He's speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's so important for us to have a conversation around because uh, just because you always used to hear God in a certain way doesn't mean that's the way he's speaking to you now. Maybe he's speaking to you mm-hmm. through somebody like you mentioned earlier, right. or as we said, journaling. Like I, I can't express how important journaling is in a spiritual journey yeah. um, to share. Yeah, I, I find, I don't know if it journaling helps me slow down or it helps me to put thought to paper. And as I see it on paper, it, it kind of is creating even a greater sense of formation for me that I go, oh, that makes sense. Um, and then I'll repeat what you said. When, when you ask the Spirit, when you ask God, show me, reveal to me, help me to see, why should we be surprised if the ongoing thoughts that come to us are not the Spirit speaking to us? Mm-hmm. And I know that there can be debate around this, but... Are these my thoughts or are they God's thoughts? You know, when we, we, we get into that hearing God's voice thing and you go, but if I have a heart that's humble and I'm truly seeking and I'm asking with an open heart and mind, I believe the Holy Spirit's going to honor that and is actually kind of waiting for us to, yeah, <laughs> to ask yeah, him. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's like when you're journaling and you're in the presence of the Lord and you're willing to listen, I think... I do see the Lord's voice and I hear the Lord's voice as I journal. So in my uh, illustration yesterday, like last week, you know, in the morning, I woke up one of those days, Tuesday, I think, and I was like just feeling distracted. I was feeling off. I, I'm feeling a little discouraged. And I was like, Lord, why what, why, that, why is my morning starting this way? I, I don't normally wake up feeling that way, but I was just like feeling a little overcome. So I brought it to the Lord. And I just said, Lord, you know, here's what I, and I'm journaling. I'm Lord this morning as I'm starting my time of devotions. I'm I'm just a little distracted. I'm actually feeling a little discouraged, and I'm not sure what that is. But I I want to bring that to you this morning. And so I'm writing what I'm saying right now. And then Lord, would you speak to me? Would you help me to see? And and as I was writing and journaling, all of a sudden, it was like a a, a turn began to happen, and. It's hard to explain because it's in the moment, but it's like the Holy Spirit's going, Jay, you know, maybe you're looking at all the circumstances. Maybe you're looking at all the situation around you. Maybe you're looking at too far down the road. What I really want to say to you right now is rise up. Let the, let the wind of the Spirit blow in your sails in a new, fresh way. And it was like all of a sudden what was started as kind of a distracted, discouraging moment turned into an energy mm. and a and a joy that I, I don't know if you remember, but on our staff check-in, uh, I said, Hey guys, I just want to pass this along. And I, and I was like, I was full of a passion that came because I truly believe the spirit, you know, filled my sails and gave me a new kind of life and energy. Yeah. And it definitely brought an excitement to the staff as we looked forward to Sunday, like hmm. sharing in the passion that you had for the message, uh, the communion aspect and what that can mean, uh, and that experiencing that grace of God leading into the worship of through the word. Um, so absolutely, it was, hmm. it, was, it was good. Yeah. And I find like um, sometimes we don't even hear in the moment. There's been times where I've gone back and I've read journal entries from a month before or a year before um, where I was like, 
you know, I didn't feel like God was speaking to me. But then when I've reread the entry, I'm like, oh my goodness, it was right there. God was speaking. I just, I was writing it, but I wasn't listening. I wasn't really in tune with what he was trying to to say with me. And I think that's where that whole ridiculous responsibility comes in. If we only do it every once in a while, we don't make a habit of it, a commitment to listening, Mm -hmm. um, then we miss out. We we don't have that opportunity to go back and see where God was right alongside us and we maybe not even noticed. Yeah. Another part of the message, which... I think is something we all face. So this is not in any way like I've got this figured out. I've never had a problem with it since one day many years ago. Um, I think the reality is all of us can find ourselves going through seasons of life where uh, we're busy, um, we're overwhelmed with responsibilities. I would have to say in this season of covid it has created a new distraction that we are getting kind of preoccupied with all the ins and outs of COVID and guidelines and wearing masks and how we're supposed to do things. And I, I have a sense that what's happened is we're kind of leaking and it's draining out slowly kind of a spiritual passion because mm. we're there's so many things in the culture and things we face daily. And so when that happens, it's almost like uh, water that is no longer hitting the soil, right? So the soil gets hardened. So I brought forward that passage in Hosea chapter 10, verse 12, you know, to plow up the hard ground of our hearts. And this is not to in any way point fingers or to accuse anything, but to recognize if I personally have been sensing some of that, then it's probably true more people have too as well. So if we have a kind of an ever hardening ground or hardening heart where we're losing nourishment with the Lord, how do we reawaken that? Well, it says plow up, right? Turn over, like get that thing kind of back into more life and, and nourishment where it can receive from the Lord. So that was a way in which I was hoping to inspire myself, but inspire all of us yeah. to really say, what could we do to turn over that hardened ground? Right? Yeah. And I know for me, like just being completely honest with the COVID season, my schedule has not been the same any week. Right. So for me, like being consistently in the word has not been possible for me. And that's my own fault. That's the whole ridiculous responsibility. I've not been ridiculously responsible for getting in the word every Mm. day, journaling every day. That's fallen aside. But I've paid the effects for that because I'm not turning over that soil. And Mm. like you said, there's this leaking spirituality. There's this, um, this knowledge, this feeling within me like, okay, I'm not connecting like I should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, if you're listening to this, yeah, pastors, even we leak and yeah. even we struggle to sometimes get in the word consistently. And I know that for me, this whole COVID season, it, it has been very distracting and very hard to be focused on um, what needs to be done. Yeah. And I mean, let's take your week last week, Mike, you were, you know, started off the week and you're like, all of a sudden, oh, I, I've got a couple of kids that are not feeling well. And it threw your week into a whirl 
because you had to call for appointments and get checks and everything's negative and everything's good on your part. Right. But our family outing for the week was to the COVID testing center. Yeah, we all got a thing Hey, let's go for a drive, kids. Yeah. Hey, kids, we're going to go over and get tested. What do you think? Yeah. yeah. And uh, the kids are like, what do you mean, Dad? Yeah. <laughs> Mom? Yeah. But, but it, it totally rearranged your week. Absolutely. So I think on the part of it's that tension or balance of I haven't been um, – maybe into the practices and that I have been, but giving ourselves permission that we can't be overcome by guilt when life throws stuff at us that we don't have much control over and we have to respond to it. But if we could have a normal week, we would like to have certain rhythms and certain yeah. patterns. But again, it's that trying to say, I'm going to work my hardest to make sure I have, keep those good things in place. Right. But I also have to recognize life happens and there's sickness and there's news that comes, unexpected news and a friend calls or something all of a sudden just came out of nowhere. And I can't just say, well, sorry, see ya. You know, you're, you're, I think we all have to find that appropriate balance. Yeah. Otherwise it becomes legalism yeah, and now totally. no longer the spirit renewing. We're back to, I'm trying to renew my own life exactly. by keeping this law that I've created for me yeah. uh, rather than, you know, saying spirit, here I am, uh, do with me what you will renew my heart, renew my spirit, yeah. um, make me look like Christ. You yeah, know? exactly. Um, so yeah, so that's really, I like, I, I loved yesterday's message. It was, it was really good. I was on the live stream, so I heard it twice at the same time. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun, but uh, it, it's so important for us to, to really take hold of our spiritual life and say, you know what, I'm going to be ridiculously uh, responsible. Um, and if, if this is hitting home for you, like if, if you want to take some ridiculous responsibility uh, we have some things coming up in the next few weeks. We are going to be having our community groups that are starting to launch. So uh, it is important to be in a group. Uh, we're going to be releasing some version app. Uh, gr- um, what are they? They're not Re- program reading, plans. Reading, reading plans. plans. Yeah. Yeah. version reading plans. Uh, and something that I, I love, I had this happen at the beginning of, uh, of COVID. I thought it was great. Um, John Humble and Rexford Robbins, they actually were doing reading plans at, together and they invited me in. Okay. So that was, that was a lot of fun because there's some extra accountability there, right? When you're yep. in the season of, it's really hard to find time having that accountability of reading along mm. with somebody else. So you're still in it on your own in the sense of, I'm going to read the word on my time frame and listen to God and journal, but then to have that re- accountability to then interact with somebody else about what they heard yep. uh, from the spirit. Uh, so that that's great. And so we're going to be having these plans and you can invite somebody to join you on a plan. Yeah. Um, you know that then you're having that individual and communal aspect, um, but yeah, we need good. to be ridiculously responsible. Yeah. I, there's a discipleship groups, uh, another opportunity where, you know, two, three, four, five people can get together, walk a journey together uh, for you know an extended period of time, that's going to be another encouragement. Continuing one on one in our personal devotions, but I, I think as well, it, it's that um, opportunity for the church to give options for people to jump in on. Yeah. So they're I don't want to call them programs, but they're they're strategies and and means by which we're trying to help. Get people stay organized or moving forward. Right. They're not mandatory. Not they're mandatory. Opportunities. Yeah, they're opportunities. But then spontaneously, 
an individual might say, you know, I, I know a few friends and I thought I might just get together with them at coffee at Tim Hortons and we'd do a Bible study. You go, go for it. I mean, you know, hey, like it, it, the church doesn't have every single answer and every single thing that a person could do. Let the spirit lead. Yeah. Right? So, and the uh, spirit's always leading to a coffee shop. That's uh, my yeah, experience. Well, okay, we'll we'll leave it right there. No, but uh, yeah, I think there's a part where you go, you know, yeah, we we can do our part, but the same way, um, we we don't want people to be so dependent on the church that they can't make their own decision. Right. So you know, how can that be a happy marriage where? hey, maybe this time I'm going to jump in on a community group or a D group, and then maybe another time I'm going to, you know, lead something or do something that will be effective for spiritual growth. I think the key is we just want to be a catalyst, right? We, yeah. want, to, we want to help inspire people to grow spiritually. It's yeah. one of our key strategies, invite, grow, train, send. So how do we continue to encourage growth in our lives spiritually so that we are able to trust and follow Jesus and then ultimately continue to be trained as people who help others trust and follow Jesus. Right. So, um, just always be one chapter ahead of the disciple before that you're discipling. Right. And there's so many awesome resources out there. We're just sharing what our favorites are, the ones yeah. that have impacted our personal lives. Right. Uh, and then, you know, saying, you know, this has really impacted me. So we'd love to see other people do this as well. But yep. so that's, that's awesome. So, well, this yeah. is good, Mike. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, good to have you uh, on the second. Thanks. Uh, yeah, it's, been, it's good know, to be back. Daniel did a good job last week oh, uh, yeah. in short notice. Um, and it was our first uh, What's Next podcast. This is number two of hopefully many more to come. And hopefully this is helpful and just encouraging, inspiring, kind of giving people, you know, a sense of uh, optimism, mm -hmm. especially on this topic of, hey, I am ridiculously responsible in charge of my spiritual growth, which means I have to own it. Mm -hmm. uh, I have to go for it. And again, not from a legalistic perspective, but from a positive, passionate, I can get to do this versus I have to do this, right? When I can get to do this and it nourishes me, man, that's, like that's the best place mm -hmm. to be in spiritual growth. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. So. Cool. So that's what's next. Thanks for joining us this week and we'll uh, sign off now and chat with you next week. All right. Take care, everyone.